Welcome to the Lifestyle Lounge with Liz and Michelle. Enjoying life in our 50s, we're also empty nesters looking to reinvent, reset, have fun and talk about topics that affect us, our kids and our families. So grab a cuppa and join us on the sofa for a chat. There's always room for one more. We're not tech savvy, but we do our best. It's a learning curve. All bumps, clicks and noises are our own. Come on in and have a seat. So welcome back. How are you, Liz? I'm okay. You feeling better? I am. So poor Liz, you know, we were joking last time about her getting a COVID booster and her flu jab. Turns out she then got... COVID. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it was a bit annoying because I was meant to be going on holiday. Yeah, I know. I felt so bad for you. And you she literally found out the day before she was supposed to be on the flight. Yeah, but it, that's life. I have to accept it. Yeah. And then... I didn't say that a few times. <laughs> Just at the time, I didn't say that. But No, I'm sure there was a few other words that you mm, thought of. Yeah, but my house is immaculate. Christmas decorations up. Even clean the greenhouse. So, you know, silver lining. There's always a silver lining, isn't there? Yeah. So did you get on with your three Ps? I did. Did you? I did. I did. So I did have the bath that we <gasps> went on about. God, did we go on about that in the last podcast. But bit of an evangelist now. How about you? Did- well, why Why did I never have a bath before? Well, I had a bath, <laughs> as you used to say, but actually sitting in it for more than two minutes. It's just fantastic. It is a revelation. You can lie there and think of things that you would never, ever think about. Yeah, I did it and I felt really good for it. I mean, I did multitask a little bit. I'll admit to that. I did listen to a book, but that was that was my choice. So I, I enjoyed having a bath, a bit of quiet time listening to a book on audio. And for you? I didn't even do I just lay there and maybe I was tired. I don't know. I was very cold. That was the reason I had the bath. I just thought about things, about my life and my future, which is a bit you know, extreme, but it was it was fantastic. It's made me really realise one of them is why are we doing this podcast? Mm. I mean, one of the things we were talking about before we came to record this is, I know we've only had two episodes, but I'm actually getting a new mindset. I feel weirdly empowered about saying no or, you know, just doing things that I want to do, not that I feel I have to do. It's therapeutic. all right (laughs) we're back after completely falling on the floor and laughing we decided to leave that in because we laughed so hard sorry about that that's okay laughs on me (laughs) (laughs) it's the jokes on me isn't it i can't even think what is wrong with my brain (laughs) okay brain fog definitely a topic for another podcast seriously an elocution lessons (laughs) <laughs> electrocution as I used to call them electrocution that's very that's not <laughs> it's very therapeutic, therapeutic. Yes, yeah therapeutic oh god the bath was yeah, yeah. so back to the mm-hmm. bath the bath mm-hmm. was fantastic we both yeah. agree that we're going to make small time to occasionally have baths because no, I think no, that was really good more than occasionally okay and reaching out to friends did you do that I definitely did I did I reached out to an old friend I hadn't spoken to in what, a good two years which is really bad, but I, I don't know why, but I just hadn't spoken to her. And it was so nice to have a chat. We just chatted about old times. We used to live together years ago and we used to have such fun. And we had fun again on the phone and we're going to get together as soon as possible. She unfortunately is, is slightly vulnerable, so it's not so easy at the moment. But yeah, it was brilliant. Why didn't I do it before? Mm, I bet she really appreciated that you reached out. 
I did phone her during Strictly, though. She wasn't, I don't think she appreciated that much. I just put it on pause. True. Yeah. Yeah. No, no it was lovely. Did you? Did you? I did. Reached out to a, a few people, actually, and I was glad I did. You know when you, you know when you've left it so long that you think there's too much to catch up on, so then you put it off a little bit longer. Do you know what I mean? I do. Yeah. So now I just thought, um, even if I only write two lines and it's a WhatsApp, that's better than not bothering at all, because that is definitely my my mindset that I would think, oh, there's far too much to catch up on, so therefore, oh, I'll do that in a few weeks when I've got more time. I never have more time, so. It's kinder, it's nicer, it's more appreciated to just say, yeah, you're on my mind. Maybe we can't, you know, catch up fully now, but I just want to let you know I was thinking about you. Yeah, I think that's what we should do. I think, why don't we? You know, it, but you, you're right, you feel a bit guilty that you haven't contacted them so you don't bother, or there's too much information to, get, to impart. It's bad. But maybe the kids are better at that because they've got this, they're used to social media. Well, they're used to instant. In, in, you know, contacting and expecting an answer in seconds, which my kids do when they want something. But I think our generation, we didn't grow up with mobile phones and texting. And so we... We're a lot more used to it. I mean, I, I know I feel stupidly offended when I've sent a message to somebody and I see, and I see that they've read it and then there's nothing. Well, that'd be me. <laughs> no, it's... Do you not find in your head that you've answered someone, yes. and, but you haven't, and then go, you didn't get back to me, and you go, I do, and then, well, or they just go, you didn't get back to me, and you go, I did, but then you realise, no, I didn't send the message, because yeah. it was in my head I was answering. Is yeah. that something to do with age and brain fog and, and menopause? And, yeah, it could be. Mm, yeah. Or just unforgettable. Yeah. Or if it's, if it takes, because I'm still, like, I oh, use um, two fingers. I use one. Do I use two or do I use one? One. Number one. Oh, yeah, I use one. Mm. Yeah, no, I can't do that. So two I have fingered. to hold the other one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hold it with one hand. <laughs> yeah, I can't do two-finger texting. So anything more than a sentence is going to take me ages. So I have to think, oh, that's a longer answer. I'll get back to you on that. But I've already read it. So then they think, oh, fine, that's rude. But I don't mean to be. Anyway, what about the planning? Did you actually cook something? I did. But the problem is I had COVID. I put a little bit too many chilies in the curry and of course I couldn't taste it when I was making it and it was a little hot but you made it I made it mm -hmm. and it was tasty because I was just oh I couldn't taste much but um good for you yeah, my husband did say it was nice excellent that's really good we had to because the first time I've cooked in years <laughs> so we're a little bit off schedule aren't we we meant to release this episode last Friday but because you had COVID and then I got this infection hence my voice still sounds a bit nasally that's one thing I think both of us are recognising. Doing this podcast, it's not easy. It's not easy. <laughs> we're technically a little inept and we're learning on the way, but it takes up a lot of time and we don't want to do it badly. So we don't want to rush out something that is not what we would want to listen to. Yeah, and I can't speak properly. <laughs> yeah, there is that. We need to work on you. So I'm learning. I'm learning. Well, I'm out of my comfort zone. I don't. I don't like shouting about myself. But that's what this is all about. Not exactly. just the podcast, yeah. but just resetting ourselves for you know this time in our life and getting out of our comfort zone and pushing ourselves to to do things that we wouldn't ordinarily do. Like this. Like this. It's, mm. Yeah. I am a podcaster. Look apparently. at you. I explained that to someone. They went, oh gosh, really? Yeah. So nearly Christmas. Feeling a bit excited. I am. Yeah, I got the house all decorated. That is one thing I am appreciating this year. Usually we, you know, spend hours and hours and hours, you know, all getting it ready. This time without the kids here, it's just been my husband and I. And we've just done, you know, a garland here, a bit of a tree there, you know, some decorate. It's been over the course of a few days. 
And I'm just really excited for when the kids come home and they see it all done. But I haven't felt so stressed about doing it all in one go, you know, dressing the tree and getting all the decorations up all over one weekend. I just do a little bit here and a little bit there. Didn't feel like it was a chore. No, because it was sort of, as you said, you could do it a bit at a time and did what you wanted and you could sit down. Didn't matter if there was a mess everywhere because except for the dogs running through stuff. Yeah. My husband and I actually enjoyed doing it together. I thought that was a really nice thing. He brings down box after box after box and I get to do all the fancy bits the nice to make bit, it look yeah. nice. And then he has to take the boxes all the way upstairs again yeah. and put them away. Yeah. Teamwork. So are you going to do Christmas stockings for the kids now that they're adults or not? It's just a tradition in our family to to have them. Yeah. This is the first year we're not going to do stockings. Sorry, kids, if this is the first time you're hearing that. But kind of giddy with it because that means Christmas Eve, I won't be wrapping every little tiny thing to go in a stocking. So what we've done, and I have started doing this about a year ago, is you know the nice advent calendars that come up, come with like makeup or men's products and stuff in there. So I buy a few of those and I cannibalize them put them all in like you know a pot in the in the middle and then I divvy them all out into advent calendars that I've bought over the years so every person in the family has something from the 1st of December going all the way through to Christmas day but I make them useful so it might be a voucher for Uber or it might be socks or it could be sweets not very useful but quite nice or makeup or you know, men's products as well, corkscrews, gin liqueur things. So actually, it's really fun. Mm, thanks. My children can have advent calendar envy now. It's a brilliant idea, I have to say. Maybe yeah. I'll, I'll start that tradition next year. I'll take a picture and I'll share it with your children. Yeah, they'll be really chuffed when they open their stocking that's got like laughter shaved. <laughs> Not even aftershave, it's normally like shaving gel or something. It's the practical stuff I give them now because that's what they need. Yeah. It is like toothpaste. Uh, I think I've got more buzz. Actually, I'm giving away all things that are going into their stockings this year. Yeah, don't say anything more. Uh, yeah, no. you didn't hear that about no, Uber, did no. you? Yeah. <laughs> that's a brilliant idea, I have to say. Well, I just think it's practical and useful. And right at the beginning, I did an Amazon gift voucher. So then that helps them out a little bit if they need to buy gifts. But what happens when they arrive on the 23rd or 24th? They they open all in one go. Bonanza. Oh, fantastic. Oh, yeah. Oh, that is like having a Christmas stocking then, isn't it? So what else do you do? There's one thing we do around the dining table, and that's um, I always put those instant lottery tickets underneath the plate. God, everything, you're just brilliant. I just feel so inadequate now. No, it doesn't have to cost a lot of money. You can get the one pound ones or maybe, you know, you get two pound or five pound ones. But everybody loves it because, you know, if you've got 10 or 12 people around a table, chances are somebody's going to win something. I'm going to do that this year. I'm definitely going to do that. It's a really fun idea. Yeah. And didn't you find some like sustainable crackers or something? What was it that you you came up with? Well, you could, yeah, rather than buying your your crackers that are all tensely and foily and stuff, they're eco-friendly. You can either make them yourself or you can buy them from particular companies that you can just then fill them with what you want. And that's the good thing. So I guess like your advent calendar, you can fill them with little gin bottles or chocolate or what's small? What else is small? Oh, I don't know. Perfume I haven't got around lip balms yeah. and things yeah. like that. And then you can make up your own jokes, which or you can write a personal thing about for the person who's going to open that cracker. I really like that. Yeah. But where do you get the snap? The shops. You can buy the snap yeah. on its own, can yeah. you? Oh, yeah, you can. That's the good thing. That. Yeah, you can. And that's why they are reusable. And that's why they're so eco-friendly. So, I mean, I hate to say use the A word as in Amazon, but can you get it? you know, just sent to you, the Possibly. snaps. Yeah, you can, yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah they're, they're easy to get. Because if you think about it, the 
lots of people have made their own ones for years and years, just because we haven't. Using toilet roll innards and things. Yeah, we've never done that. I think the kids did it at school once and came home and I was like, what's that? I think it's the future. I love the idea, yeah, because sustainable crackers, sustainable advent calendars that are useful. It's not something that's going to be thrown away after Christmas. It's a good idea. Mm. Will you still be tracking Santa or NORAD? Highlight of our Christmas Eve. It's not quite with the same level of excitement with a 24-year-old, a 22-year-old and a 19-year-old in the house. But we'll be tracking them. <laughs> yeah, where, where which are part they? Which are they at? <laughs> exactly, yeah. No, I mean, yeah, that was such fun in the old days and a great way to get them to bed. We'll be clever this year. Instead of just doing it on the computer, we might project it onto, you know, a screen or something and then we can just have it in the background. It's sad. What do you mean it's sad? I think it's lovely. <laughs> I love Santa's over Santa's Paris a... and you've got to go to bed now. Love it. Yeah, no, it, yeah it's, it was so sweet. It was it was a brilliant idea, that. Whoever, who invented it? Not well, Santa. It was NORAD. NORAD. It was, um, oh, God, I'll look it up. It's from the army. It was sort oh, of was done it? as a oh, joke. In the... Oh, okay. The only problem I had one year that the kids were tracking Santa and I'd got my Amazon order open and they saw the presents <laughs> that they were getting, and that's when they didn't believe in Santa Claus anymore. But they didn't anyway, I don't, but, but they didn't tell me that year. Uh, one time when the kids were really questioning whether Santa was real or not, there was this app that you could, oh, it was like a photo thing on online. So you take a photo of your chimney or your Christmas tree or whatever, and you send it to this company, and they superimpose Father Christmas delivering gifts in the middle of the night on your photo. Honestly. Fantastic. Amazing. Amazing. Oh, I and just the, lied. So he's I just real. told them he's real. If you don't, you won't get presents. Full yeah. stop. Yeah, there's that too. Mm. But yeah. <laughs> but you're just more romantic, aren't you? Yes. But we started a tradition recently, a jigsaw, buying a jigsaw every year, and it really gets the family together. Mm. I was quite surprised because, you know, kids, when they were younger, did they want to do a jigsaw puzzle? No, and they said about five pieces. So we buy a thousand piece jigsaw. And started off just a Christmas scene, but that got a bit boring after two years. So we sort of, I think it was Harry Potter last year, it was a bit too hard because it was all grey. But it's a really good thing to get the family, my, my you know, my mother down to the to the youngest. And it just gets them all to gather around it one does. table, and it, doesn't and it, it? And the thing is, they stayed up so late doing it. And that was not, it was just, it stopped them watching TV or yeah. slouching yeah, around. Yeah, a glass of Baileys, yeah. bit of a jigsaw. Oh, I like Baileys, but it doesn't like me. <laughs> I don't think I want to know. <laughs> no, no, it makes me sick. As I say, I just, I love babies, but it, it just, oh, yeah. Maybe it's the quantity. No, is. no, I, that's what somebody said, but it wasn't. I had one Baileys and it really, ugh, I don't know what it was. The cream mixed in there. So there goes our advertising <laughs> with Baileys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh, what say, else yeah. do you do? What um, do you do? Yeah. Christmas movies. Yeah. What's oh, your yeah. favourite? Have you got a favourite? Love Actually. No, Home Alone. Love Actually or Home Alone, probably. But there's another one. Lots of people don't know it's Saturday Christmas, I think, unless I'm making it. Some Like It Hot. Oh, the, uh, the Marilyn Monroe and, yeah, one. That, there was a bit of Christmas in there, I'm sure. I could have yeah, made that up completely, right. but I'm sure it was a bit. Maybe not. That was a good That's, <laughs> that's my favourite film of all time. Hey, y'all. I'm Kiki Palmer. I'm an actress, a singer, an entrepreneur, and a Virgo, just to name a few. I'm proud to introduce you to the Baby This Is Kiki Palmer podcast, exclusively on Amazon Music. I'm putting my friends, family, and some of the dopest experts in the hot seat to ask them the questions that have been burning in my mind. What happened to sitcoms? It's only fans, only that. I want to know, so I asked my mom about it. On Baby This Is Kiki Palmer, no topic is off limits. Listen to Baby This Is Kiki Palmer, exclusively on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app now. So one thing that we have done for many years, every year, actually, and this is the first year we won't be doing it, 
is the Christmas family photo, which I know English people kind of sneer a bit that you send it out as a card. But because I lived in the States for so long, that's what we did. And actually, I put one of every card into frames, bring them out every year. So I've got them right from, I don't know, when did I start? 2001, I suppose, going all the way up until last year. And you can see the kids growing older. I love it. It's my favourite, you know, part of ornaments. that's so sweet. I think the family photo Christmas card, uh uh-uh. I think I'm opting out. Mm. Mm. Because you looked at the pictures from when you were, how many years ago? Well, when I was slimmer. I didn't say that. (laughs) Thank you very much. No, I'm not on it. Oh, it's only the kids. Do you Um, not put yourselves in it? Hell no. Oh, I wouldn't mind that. That'd be right. I've just the thought of myself in a photo. Oh, no, I'm not putting myself in a photo. Oh, okay. No, but uh, do you know what? I'm not even sure I'm going to do Christmas cards except to older relatives this year either. Mm, I, I really think... That is where sustainability-wise, and it, you don't need to send them. It It is older people, definitely, but it's just a waste of money. I don't think the Royal Mail would appreciate that, or the Postal Service, but it really, I think it's it's nice, but contact them any time of year. I get a card every year from a friend from years and years ago, and the only time I hear from her, and vice versa, is she just sent me one so a few weeks before Christmas. It's ridiculous. Yeah. You know, why don't we pick up the phone and just talk to each other, which I did about four years ago. It's always just bad news in it as well now. You get the, the you know, well, somebody's passed away. Age, or, yeah. I wouldn't say it's depressing, but rather have a chat. I agree. A Christmas chat, not a Christmas card. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we, we should introduce that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Christmas chat. But it is, just pick up the phone. I mean, the cards are lovely. I'm not saying it's not, and it do help with the decorations if you haven't got enough in the house. I think in this day and age, the kids don't send them. Because when we were at school, did you used to have the post box? Yeah. Where you'd go. And, you, and it was, but that was a real thing. Because yeah. you pan, if you didn't get enough cards, people used to count them. And if you got, oh, I only got 12 or, oh my God. Well, that was, was, that was like early social media in a way, wasn't it? Are you popular yeah. enough if you got enough Christmas so cards so or Valentine yeah. cards? So what I don't get about Christmas cards as well is when you just receive a card saying, to Michelle and James, love from blah and blah. And that's it. No information, nothing. Even worse, if you see them around, and they just hand it to you. What is the absolute point of that? I think I'm guilty of that sometimes because I'm lazy. I, I start writing lots. And also my writing is so bad that nobody can actually read what I've written. But I do agree. It is a waste of time. And that's why I say pick up the phone or send a message. Oh, and the other great, great thing about having older kids or no kids at home. No elf on the shelf. Which I'd never heard of. I can't believe it. It's a thing now in England as well as in the States. But... It's such hard work from December the 1st. You've got to get Buddy the Elf out the box. He's got to be posed in all sorts of really funky positions or really, you know, bonus marks for really funny things that he does or naughty things that he does. It is so much effort. I am not missing that one bit. So where's that tradition from? Is that American? Yeah, yeah. Somebody in America. How long ago? It's not even been around for that long, probably 20 years, if that. They wrote a book, and with the book, you get this cute little elf. So they're swinging from lampshades. They're coming through letterboxes. They're stealing sweets. They're in the kitchen mixer, stealing things or drinking beer or all that sort of thing. Gosh, the imagination it takes to come up with all these scenarios. It's like the gnomes in this country, you know, that that students often take a gnome from someone's garden and move it around, and it's pictured and photographed and... You've been known. Yeah, and people get really upset. Well, if they're gnomes, I'm not surprised, but yeah. But that, I guess it's not quite the same, but... No, this no. is this is massive across America, I would say, the elf on the shelf thing. And I have seen it. I saw, do you know what? I saw Holly Willoughby 
from oh, no, this don't, Please don't introduce it here. No, no, it is. It's oh, here. Oh God, this it's like, like Halloween. It's infiltrating. I promise you. It's it's coming in. Not for me though. Yeah, no, no, not for me. Oh, you never know. I might. I might decide. I might be so bored. <laughs> so we were talking as well before this that I mean we've got kids coming home, so that's fantastic. And you know we're going to have a Christmas where hopefully we've all got gatherings together with family and goodness me it's been a long time coming but then there are plenty of people who are facing this Christmas and it might be a Christmas where they're on their own you know for whatever reason because their kids have gone to a partner's place or a father's place if you're split or you know my heart goes out to to you but you may have suffered a bereavement this Mm. year yeah it's, it's not easy I think that's what we've got to remember if there is someone you know that's on their own why don't you invite them around? Especially if you haven't got all your kids at home. I've got friends who are doing that. They've sort of lost one child off to in-laws, as they call them, and brought in two friends, as they say, to replace them. Not literally, but, you know, it's a lovely thought for Christmas lunch. And that's what my mother used to do. I'd completely forgotten about that. She worked at the university. And my sister and I used to say we had stray students arrive because my father passed away when I was quite young. So Christmas is always a bit nice i guess that's why i don't celebrate i realize that now i'm not so into christmas so you can go either way can't yeah. you because i also lost my mm. father when i was well i was 10 mm. so i was very young you know because of that christmas was a touchy subject in our house it was never the mm. same but i was so determined to have a christmas that you know my mum would go up and have a bath or something and she'd come down i got the christmas tree out and i put all the decorations up. i was like ah we're having Christmas, we're having Christmas. And even now, I go completely overboard with decorations. Really? Yeah, oh, really. <laughs> I thought it was just Santa's grotto I was in today. <laughs> I know, I could hire my house no, out. It's gorgeous. I? But yeah, but it, it is, it's a very difficult time. I think that's what we've got to remember. And mm. think about people, think about those people who are just on their own. And and if you can invite them in, invite mm. them, why not? I know a lot of single women now, and they're getting together for having a lunch with their kids and you know, just as singletons, either their kids are with them or their kids are, you know, abroad or somewhere in this country with the with the dad. Yeah, it doesn't have to be a traditional Christmas. And I think even more so after what we've been through is that it should just be about getting together and planning something and enjoying time with friends. With friends, family, enjoying yourself. Doesn't matter if it's friends, yeah. family, just and, and go out. I mean, the big thing about Christmas lunch or dinner we have ours sort of in between. Do you do lunch or dinner? We fill up on drink and canapes and stuff all morning and then we'll have mid-afternoon Massive dinner. Massive dinner and then, yeah. then bring out the port and yeah. start and about exactly. two hours Basically, later. It's one long, yeah, yeah. fluid yeah, lunch. I say two hours later, it's about half an hour but later. But here's the other thing. It's not an Instagram moment. You don't have to buy everything fresh. I use frozen potatoes. I've got my turkey in the freezer because I was worried about supply chain issues. <laughs> Believe that. <laughs> I know. I'm a, I'm a little obsessed. Well, well, we've got extra people coming for Christmas. I've just been told today we've sort of adopted two people, which is lovely. My niece's friend is, is on her own this Christmas. Her parents are overseas and she can't get home. So she's coming, which is great. I know. She's got to put yeah. up with, with our, yeah, our Christmas traditions, which, yeah, we do have them around the table, which is, you know, make Liz eat a sprout. I absolutely hate sprouts. But every year it's a bet. Will she manage to... No, I can't. I can't. Just can't. I love sprouts. Mm. That's the other thing. You know, our kids are older. Why should we be doing all the cooking and the planning? I think they should get on board and they should cook some part of the meal or definitely help. And why should we clear up if we've planned all this? But have we asked them? Have we asked them? To do it. I haven't. Never thought about that. 
You've never asked them to do well. They help out anyway. Mine are quite yeah. good at you know a bit of washing up and stuff. But my husband loves cooking. So that is his domain. You know, you don't go near there until the serving up time, and then then we help. Mm. My daughter loves cooking. Never thought would she like to do it. Yeah, this year mm. I've asked my daughter, and I'm going to ask my other two as well. They can pick one thing, one either a side dish or a dessert or an appetizer or something. Open a bottle of wine. <laughs> Open a bottle of wine. Yeah, create a cocktail. Yeah. That'll work. That'll yeah, work. Then there'll be no meal at all. But I'd quite like them all to participate rather than just show up and enjoy. I think it should be more of a... Are you listening, kids? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, this is home. a great way of telling them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I could tell you when you got home yeah. or I could just After you had the advent calendar. <laughs> yes, exactly. But no, I think, um, what would you call it? A collaboration. Yeah. I think a collaboration It is, it is a very stressful. T- I remember years ago going to my in-laws and the stress of the turkey not being cooked because they'd forgotten to put the oven on, you know, four in the morning or whatever. My husband's uncle had a stroke. It was so stressful because he'd forgotten to put the oven on. So, and I had to drive to A&E on Christmas evening. Oh, my gosh. Unfortunately, I hadn't drunk too much because it was one of the first times I'd been there for Christmas. <laughs> right, so you're But on. that shows the stress. It's silly. This is, why? It's one day of the year. Yeah. But we get so stressed. As you say, it's like, it's one day of the year. It could be Sunday. It's just a glorified roast, roast lunch. lunch. I did actually say yesterday, why? Because I prefer chicken to turkey. Oh, well, you should have chicken yeah. then. Yeah. No, I, I, well, there used to be goose in the old days, though, didn't there, that people had? Right, Liz, time for the three Ps. Plan, purpose, people. Planning to improve our health with vitamin D. Yeah, so as part of our plan, which is looking after ourselves and taking care of our health and stuff, now is a great time. If you haven't already started, take vitamin D. It is so important when these darker evenings, lack of light, and it's so helpful in so many ways. It's it's good for brain fog. I don't know who that affects. <laughs> No one Not I me. know. <laughs> it's good for seasonal adjustment disorder. You know, if you get a little bit depressed from from the shorter days, I definitely do. I get affected by that. Yeah. So, do you take vitamin D? No. I'm going to. Yeah. No, because it's, you just don't think about it because you think, oh, sunshine. I think it's only recently it's been highlighted how how but, significant it. But is. in the UK, the government actually has a recommended dosage per day, daily dosage. They recommend everybody takes vitamin D. Wow. Yeah, it even helps with weight loss. Oh, right. I'll take a double dose then. Yeah, well, I've yet to see the benefits of that, but we'll try. No, I think but... it is something that we don't we don't realise how, how significant it is. And the great thing is it's really cheap. It's teeny-weeny little tablets are really easy to take too. But it's in, I think, isn't it in eggs, salmon, fatty fish, oily fish? We just don't get enough of enough. it. Enough mushrooms, apparently, I think, and oranges. Are you factually correct? I did do some research. Oh, did you? Yeah, I did, yeah. You're impressed by that, aren't you? I am. No, actually. it is. It, it, it's, and it's something, there's a lot of people, as you said, deficient. It's not just a few. It, it's a major problem all over the world. A simple solution to it, really. Taking a tablet. Yeah. But then it's the cost. Some people can't afford tablets. Yeah, so that's that's my thing, plan. So how about you for purpose? Purpose. That's our second P. Mm-hmm. Well, as I've been isolating for, what, 10 days, I've actually been going through my wardrobes, clearing out a bit. And it is a mammoth job, and I don't recommend it because half the clothes have stayed on the floor. I haven't actually put them back into the cupboards. But I suggest that people maybe take two or three items of clothes or a whole party outfit and sell it if you haven't worn it for years. You could have so many great secondhand sites for, for you know, vintage, depop, loads of others. And we will put that information on the website, I think, because it is really good. And mm. I've sold three items in the last week. You've got a little bit of spare cash if you sell it. Mm. It's recycling stuff. Yeah. But I think the the main thing is, if I had to 
look at my whole wardrobe and think I've got to clear it all out. It's just too gargantuan a task and I wouldn't do it or I would start it and I would leave everything on the floor. It's all on the floor like, like I did. For our purpose this time, pick out two party outfits that you don't wear any longer. Pop or, them up on an app. can't fit into. <laughs> yeah, that too. Yeah, I can't imagine. But yeah, pop them up on a, an app, recycle them, get some money. And that brings us to people. So January is a toughie, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, if you can plan now for some fun stuff, you suggested trying well, to do When I was sitting in the bath, I thought about it. Plan something for one thing you do a week, whether it's on your own or with, with a partner or friends. Have that booked in your diary. One thing is there. It's just something to look forward to because I'm the worst. I say I'm going to do stuff when I don't. So come January, I'm like, oh, we've got nothing to do. It's dark. I haven't got my vitamin D. I'll take that this time. Just have it there. And that's the great thing. If you've got a little bit of spare money. Yeah. So it could be a walk. You know, it doesn't have to cost anything. Or you could use your money from selling your party outfits and, I don't know, go to the theatre or the cinema or, you know, just pick up with a friend, go out for lunch. But plan to do... Something with people that's planned, purpose and people all at the same time (laughs) throughout January. Pick a few things. Well, I think even February, if you can plan ahead that far, I think because January is miserable, I find February even worse. January, you're exhausted from Christmas. So it's actually quite nice to have some quiet time. February, spring seems so far away. I think February is worse than January. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah. So I'm going to plan. So that will be how many weeks? Approximately four, eight weeks. Yeah. Eight, just eight things to, to, to look forward to. Eight things. So the next podcast, I will have, mm-hmm. will I have done any of them? No, I won't. <laughs> but I'll have them listed and I will tell you, I'll just share some of the things I'm doing. Yeah. Okay. Maybe share them on the website too. Come up with some ideas. No, so, I've, got, I've already got all eight. Yeah. I've been, my bath. Again, it was just incredible. I've, I've just thought of so many things. So what I'm going to say is, yeah, get your pen and paper out. And write some stuff down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To recap, plan. Take your vitamin D, which will help you with potential depression or weight loss or... Apparently pain. It actually causes bone pain, lack of uh, vitamin D as well. Really? Yeah. So you'll do some more research on that and pop it on the website, yep, won't you? Definitely, yeah. And then purpose, let's sell some clothes, okay. make some space in our wardrobes, make a bit of money, and then arrange to see some people in January and February. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I'm looking forward to it. I'm actually looking forward to 2022. I am too. All right. Well, have a wonderful festive season, everybody, with your family or your friends or whatever you choose to do. Just make it a fun one. Yeah. Enjoy it. We deserve it. We do. We absolutely do. Okay. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Thanks for listening to the Lifestyle Lounge. If you enjoyed this episode, it would mean the world to us if you left a review. Just open the podcast app, tap our cover art and scroll to the bottom to leave your comments. And please feel free to get in touch with us with topics and ideas you'd like to hear about via our website at www.lifestylelounge.co.uk. See you on the sofa soon.